Man, well, I, I'm trying. I hope I have a voice for this whole hour because we, my team had, <clears throat> my team had two games today. Uh, we were undefeated going against my freshman team, St. Vincent Valley lost the first one. We had beaten this team before by, by I think, nine. And that was their only loss. And then they beat us. We missed our starting point guard. They beat us by five. And uh, then we had to play the only the only remaining undefeated team two hours later. Actually, an hour after that. And we won by seven. So Nice. That. Problem is, I don't have a voice now. I barely have a voice now. Why are you missing, <laughs> why are you missing your point guard? He, ju- he was there for the second game, not the first game. I don't know what he had going on. Yeah. It's a fall league, so it's not a big. I mean, it's not a big deal, but you know, I don't get into coaching to lose. You feel me? Well, nobody does. <laughs> exactly. So I want to win everything. You know, I'm uh, sober this podcast. Um, oh, so that's, that's gonna be boring. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. But I just came from Twin Peaks. I don't know. Do y'all have Twin Peaks up there, Sherm? Do not. Okay, so well, closest thing we have to Twin Peaks is the show Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh no. No, I made that mistake thinking that when I saw it in Vegas, I was like, wow, they made a movie, I mean, a restaurant about the show. And then I was like, oh, no, it's totally different. So do you know what Twin Peaks is, Sherm? I I thought Twin Peaks was a wing spot or something. Yeah, kind of like a Hooters. Yeah, it's kind of like a Hooters, uh, Tilted Kilt type place. A a better quality Hooters. Oh, that's where the Twin Peaks comes in. Yes. Wink, wink. Yeah. No, I thought... What is the place that was over there by Kelly? We talked about Kelly Ingram Park last week. What was that? There was a wing spot over there. Green Acres? Green Acres. That's what uh, I was thinking of. I, and I, I hate the Green Acres. That's crazy. Because everybody likes it and I just don't. Green Acres is simple. Yeah, yeah. it is simple. It is simple, but it works. So, so it's this beer called Snake Handler. I'm, I'm, Ray has had a lot of them before. Yeah. But it, but it's it's like, you know. It's, it's high, an IPA? Yes. It's a high grade. Uh, 10% ABV. No, it's a little more than 10%. It's like 12 or 14. I think uh, it's no, more. They don't even let you have that. Uh, Are we doing uh, beer reviews on this show now? Because we should. It feels like, yeah. I don't drink beer, but it does feel like this. Yes, we're craft beer snobs now. Okay. <laughs> I think that I think that qualifies as being a dad. <laughs> so they don't carry it anymore. And I asked the waitress for, you know, what's the closest thing to it? Because they've given it to me before. Hold on. I, we're talking. We're, we're, Back at Twin Peaks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, that, gotcha. that that particular beer that I asked for, people that are local probably know what a snake handler is. And I asked for, and they have like a something that's close to it there. Oka Uba. Yes. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> Oka Uba. Oka Uba. And but I can, yeah. I can I can I can never remember the name though. So I have to ask them. Like you know, I know it now because I just drink it. But if I don't drink it in two months, you know, I forget it. So she comes back <laughs> and she says. Uh, they don't have any anti-gravity beers. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and just, that is why she works at Twin Peaks. Exactly. I, I just looked at her like, what? Anti-gravity? What? I'm trying to figure out what she... Oh, high gravity. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Snake Handler's 10%, by the way. It is 10%? Okay, yeah. I thought it was more than that. Mm-hmm. What, did, what were you going to say, Ray? That it's not... You're not allowed to have it higher than that? Uh, I, I didn't think they were allowed to have it at restaurants that are over, I think, 12. Okay. Hey, what's that that one bar in Five Points that has like three hundred beers on tap or something crazy like that? World of Beer. That's closed. Oh, it closed. Yeah, it's been closed for a while. Well, just let you know how long it's been since I've been there. What about that record place down there? That's in Five Points. That like you got to walk up the stairs. Is that Charlemagne's? Yeah. Is that still there? I think that's still there. 
that was there when I was there two years ago. Uh, Bernanda and I actually bought probably like six records from there and had to fly them back, like shoving them in bags to get them. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sidebar. Who were you at Twin Peaks with? Oh, me and my wife. Oh, okay. So yeah. Okay. They have a really good hamburger. It's called a Hangover. It has a fried egg on it, and it's just a really good burger. So that's what I. Yeah, think. it's got like. Is that the one that's got the billionaire bacon on it or whatever? Man, too? that bacon is so good, man. It is good on stuff. It is not good by itself because you can order like a like a like appetizer four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it almost made me sick. Really? What do you guys feel about avocado, like a uh, avocado on a burger? I I go to. Um, What's the name of this place? Um, Applebee's, and they have an avocado turkey burger. <laughs> you have to think of the name of Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. What's the name I don't, of this place? I don't go Applebee's. much. I don't go much. And I, I always ask for an avocado turkey burger without the avocado because the regular turkey <laughs> burger doesn't have. So the avocado turkey burger has everything I want on it except for the avocado. And then the other turkey burger, I have to ask for everything else. You know, so it's just easy to say it that way. So. Hmm. All right. I, I don't know how I feel about a fried egg on a burger, but Man. I didn't think I would like it either. But it's not bad. Okay. All right. So, uh, how was Liam's birthday? He turned four this week, right? Well, he will turn four Tuesday, but we had thought, his birthday party. Oh, I thought uh, he turned Saturday. four last Tuesday. No. Uh, fi- okay, gotcha. It's this Tuesday. The fifteenth gotcha. is when he will turn. Uh, but he's already telling people he's four, so I guess well, it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, well, you know. But he's also saying, my birthday's in October. I was like, yes, that's next, your birthday's next week. This is October. No, it's in October. So, yeah. Right. I'm not well, taking you're the ones who had the party early, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was good. It's uh, Little kid birthday parties are tiring. And Where did you have it, though? <clears throat> we had it at the bowling alley. Okay. So, here's the thing. So, Candace's parents are huge bowlers like their whole family are huge bowlers including Candace. and yes like okay. she has her own ball shoes bag all that stuff i've got my own shoes and bag i had my own ball but i didn't know that you weren't supposed to leave it like in extreme temperature so did it, it crack did it get yes. a, a perfect circle all the way around <laughs> not a perfect circle it's probably like a uh three-fourths of a circle around it Okay, that's but, yeah. that's what happened to mine too. But I think mine made the full circle. But it's yeah, same thing. <clears throat> yeah. Mine was in my trunk, and yep, yep, because I kept mine in my car, and then I took it out one time to bowl, and it was cracked. Yeah, but yep. anyway, at this thing, it's so bad because we used to like Candace's parents used to keep Liam uh, for the first year that he was born, probably a year and a half, and so the people there is like, oh. At the bowling alley, I was like, oh, it's Liam's birthday. Hey, Liam. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you know him? He's like, oh, he's always wow. here. Yeah. yeah. He's grown up here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good because I got up. I went up, got up and went running, uh, went to his game, and uh, then we got ready for his birthday party, did the birthday party. My uh, aunt and basically the whole family came, so all of them went to the soccer game. And then we went, they have never, they had never seen, they had seen Liam, but my cousin had two kids that they had never seen. So they went to go visit them. So we all went there. So we didn't get home until 1030 last night mm. for me getting up and running at 430 Ooh. in the morning. 
Yeah. Gee whiz. That's a long day. I do do think that the best way to do a little kid's birthday party is somewhere, whether it be Chuck E. Cheese or Bowling Alley, whatever, Uh, because then you don't have to worry about the cleanup. You don't have to worry about the cleanup pre-party and then the cleanup post-party. Yeah, but the only thing with this is with my aunt them coming to town, we had to clean up the house just in case they came to visit, which they did not come to our house. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you okay, that's different though, but normally you would have to do it anyway. Normally, you yeah. have 25, three year, well, six three year olds running around and their parents and siblings. So, yeah, but yeah, so you, you kind of, I mean, that's really your own fault. It, 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 I blame my wife. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always easy to do. Yeah, that, that is what I'm doing on this one. So, so let me ask you this, Ray. If you all decided, so he turns five next year, you all decided that that'll be like his last one for a while that's like <clears throat> financially stressful versus, uh, like I already told Paisley, this is our last one for a good little while. Like The next, you know, two or three probably be at the house. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. Our... With the exclusion of, actually, this one, the rest of them have all been either at the house or at a place that was free. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have technically hadn't had a financially stressful one, even though I think we kind of overcompensating with them being free by just spending more money on stuff that we were doing. Oh, like, the YMCA was free. <clears throat> yeah, because you know her her brother works at the YMCA. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> And even this one, his part-time job is at the bowling alley. Oh, and so we got a discount with that. And like I said, her dad is there all the time. So they gave us, they actually gave us her dad's discount <laughs> on some of it. So, um, but, but you know, what's funny. I still find that even though, if, even if you have it at your house, you're, you're not saving that much money. By the you time really you buy, aren't. Yeah. By the time you buy all the paper goods, you buy, you know, you, you you get the you get the food you do this you do that you get the games it's still gonna be I mean you, you may not break even but you're not spending you're saving yourself the hassle and you're now really what, not saving that much money. what you end up kind of saving on is that you're not paying like I know y'all did one at a couple places that had like you pay per kid right mm-hmm. and see this one you're not paying per kid right so that's where you get and. You know, our stuff ends up, you know, we invite somebody that has three kids and then somebody else has four kids. So you got seven kids with two families just there. And then you start inviting, you know, friends, cousins, all this stuff. And yeah, it can jump up quick. So that's why we had most of them at a place where it's not a price per kid type of thing. Yeah, the bowling alley, we had hers at the bowling alley last year. Yeah. Uh, but the year before that, it was those less play type places, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese type places and stuff like that. Those were the expensive ones, and then it was the the pizza fiasco that we had. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So so this one is going to be at another one of those big playland type places, and then that's it, man. Because she's talking about inviting like twenty kids. Oof. So yeah. And I told her, okay, you're turning five. This your last one for a while, dog. Like, the next ones is going to be, like, Liam, Joey, and, and uh, Reagan. Y'all going to be in a room playing checkers. And that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. that, you're going to have to get a job. Right, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Why is it up to her how many kids she gets to invite? Well, I don't know if it's the same with Liam. Girls are a little different, though. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, they, they're 
at this age especially well at every age they're more social usually than boys are and it's almost like a well Madison invited me to her party and then I got to invite her and then I got to invite this person and that person and this person and, and it, it just turns out to be like an overblown out thing and then it's the people that bring their kids that are like 12 and 13 to a 5 year old's birthday party and you're like mm, why are you here yeah right yeah for pizza yep yeah I get it okay so well I'm glad the birthday was a success happy early birthday to Liam well he appreciates it yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you so know. yeah hey, I, hey, I, hey Ray uh-huh. Is he coordinated? Uh, I, I know the soccer. Okay, because I got him. Because okay, so this is the thing. You know, Pais- <laughs> you know, Paisley. It's a random question. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's, it's not random because Paisley has a scooter that she rides all the time. It was her favorite gift from Christmas last year, right? And every time somebody's birthday comes up, that's what she wants to get him. So I got Reagan. Reagan is uh, my friend's Travis's kid. He she she turned four in August. And I bought it for her, and Travis was like, "Man, she can't walk and chew gum. Take that thing back." <laughs> so, so I had to take it back. So now Liam came along, and of course, what does she want to give him? I let her pick it out. So she got him a, um, a scooter, right? And I, I thought about it when I got her. Like maybe I should have <laughs> asked him before. Like is Liam coordinated <laughs> enough to ride this? But I don't know. Is it the three wheel or two wheel scooter? This one is two wheels, but it's like a chunkier boy's version of the one that she has, kind of. Okay, and hers yeah. when you when you when she gets up to a certain speed, it like lights up and flashes and stuff. And oh, okay, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. And now that I think about it, though, we'll see because Liam falls down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you you know they have the three wheel scooters, and that's really good for that age. Because it's funny you bring this up because we were at the beach. Oh man, it's probably five years ago, and. Um, Naomi had her scooter, and my nephew kept wanting to ride it, but he was really on court. I mean, he couldn't, he literally could not walk without falling. And and I, I say literally because it's true. Like, he, he was always tripping over his own feet. And um, so we went to Walmart to try. Bernardo was like, you know, they got the three wheel scooters where it's like two wheels in the front, one in the back. Mm-hmm. And that was much better for him. So. Just an idea. Gift receipt, P. Gift receipt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Or he can tell <laughs> him to take it with it. Yeah, exactly. If he falls, it's yeah. his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, I don't know if you all have these where you are, Sherm, but if anybody's listening from Atlanta, when you all have those scooters that you all ride around town and you just leave them in the middle of the... Of the um, Dude, we got them everywhere. It, yeah. so, so you could just drop them and leave them wherever yeah, you, you are? just yeah, leave them wherever yeah. you want to. And so then some, the, Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, no I'm just saying, we were just walking around Atlanta, you know, we go to Atlanta quite a lot, and it's like, they're everywhere, just on the ground. And like, so who, Birmingham doesn't have them? We no, have bikes. So here's the, here's the thing about oh, Birmingham. Yeah, bikes and- so there's a story about why Birmingham doesn't have them. So, okay. you know, if, if you notice when y'all first got them, they just kind of showed up, right, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they just showed up around Birmingham. Birmingham was like, oh, no. So they collected <laughs> all of them. And they put them in, they like, uh, they, confiscated? Put them in, they confiscated them and said, hey, y'all didn't... Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> well, while he's doing that, what was your question, P? No, who about- goes around and gathers these things up and takes them back to a charger? Uh, so, great question. I actually just found this out about a month ago because one of my buddies at work, who's like a hustler, I mean, he does like everything, but he actually went and did that. So they pay you. And I have a pickup truck, so it would actually make a lot of sense for me to do. But here's the issue with it. So basically, they'll pay you 
um, or they'll give you like a little charging thing and you just go find them though like you have a little app on your phone and it'll say okay well there you know here's where this scooter is and it's got 10% battery life so you can either go pick them up and bring them to like someone will rent out like a storage unit or something and, and charge them there or you could literally just charge them yourself what? so yeah but here's the here's the messed up part people put them in their houses or in their locked backyard with like three pit bulls so even if I'm walking down the street and I'm like, hmm, I need a scooter, and I'm like following the little app or whatever, uh-huh. and there's two different companies because one of them Uber actually owns, and so I get to the scooter and it's pinging. I'm like, all right, cool, and then I look and I'm like, that's great. It's in someone's house or it's in someone's backyard, so I can't get to it. So people will do that, kind of like, well, you know, okay, let me park it in my house or in my backyard and then put in the app that you're done with it. And when you're ready to start riding again, there's your scooter. Wait, what? So how how do how much do they charge you? They Is charge that, you like per minute. Yeah, they go. I think it's like ten cents a minute. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So people but, like a lot of times you'll see them by the by the subway station here. Mm-hmm. So we have them in D.C. and in Baltimore. We have them in different. They don't have them in my town because I'm out in the county, but. Um, different places they have like Silver Spring is, is 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 not in the city, but it's a suburb like where Bernardo's parents live. It's a suburb down there, so like a lot of times you'll see them by the metro. So people like who don't drive but take public transportation mm-hmm. will like ride them and just leave them on the corner and go to their house or ride them to the metro or subway or whatever. Yeah, yeah a lot of them will buy the Marta station there. So yep, there you go, exactly. Wow. But yeah, back to to Birmingham. Uh, yeah, they confiscated them and contacted the company. It's like, hey, you all didn't ask us if you can put them there. We want to make money off of this, too. So we need to strike up some kind of deal. And uh, if not, y'all need to come get these and pay us for us keeping them. What? Yeah. And so that is why we don't have them here. What? Come on. Say, say, that, that's also, you know what? Birmingham cannot get out of their own way. Say, yes. Say that again, Ray. So, <laughs> so Birmingham <laughs> confiscated like some, them, contacted like the company, said that, <laughs> <laughs> said that y'all didn't ask us if you can have them here, and we want a cut of the profits off of this. And if not, y'all come get your scooters, but pay us for uh, storage of them, is what they said. Okay. That's fair. And. Nope. Yeah, How so that's fair. <laughs> oh, oh, you're being uh, you're being sarcastic. No, I'm being serious. That's fair. If you're operating, they don't have any kind of business license or anything. They just went and put some scooters out. Then hey, that's fair. If you tell them, why do they have to have a? Why do you, why? Because you have to have a business license to sell T-shirts on the street. They're so, not selling anything. They are selling something. They're selling the scooter. That's a service. Does Uber? Let me ask this: Does Uber pay Birmingham a fee? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Do you yeah. think Uber should pay? Do you think they should? They're a business operating in the city, so yeah. It was a big deal about Uber coming to Birmingham, so I think it had to be some kind of negotiation. There's probably some taxes or something. Yeah, it's something in it, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I I come downtown, and I just put some stuff down there, and I say, hey, this is a service (laughs) I'm offering, and I'm not paying anybody. Man, you know how fast I... Man, dude got choked for selling cigarettes. On I mean, come on. You, You can't just come put your stuff out there. Yeah, that's a little bit different, but but I but I, I hear what you're saying. But if I live out in the county 
and I'm an independent contractor and someone uses their Uber app. If somebody so if somebody came outside your house right now and started selling Cokes, would you tell them to move? That's different. How? Because you're not you're not operating in a space. You're not like you're you're not renting space basically. Okay. So the people that sell T shirts at the classic, they shouldn't have to have any kind of Authorization well, sales. Well, first off, do they have some of some them? Kind some of, of them do. <laughs> some of them do. It depends on how professional the the, the thing is. So, it depends. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to think about that. But whatever. But again, I still say Birmingham can't get out of their own way. Let's not forget that the airport in Atlanta that made Atlanta one of the biggest cities in the country was supposed to be in Birmingham. If mm-hmm. I gotta pay an occupational tax, then you gotta pay one for dropping the damn scooter. <laughs> So, no, I got to pay one. You got to pay one. I, I tend to agree with Sherm that Birmingham can't get out of his way. <laughs> what, what, was this before or after our current mayor, though? That's the question. Uh, this, was, this was before. See, that was, that's what I'm saying. That was before him. Hey, Pete, I heard you about to say something about the zip bikes. You know they're about to, those are about to go away? Why? Uh, supposedly, they're supposed to come up with something new. Uh, so I think the zip bikes are going to give way to a combination, uh, motorized to basically a motorized bike that's kind of like the scooters that we were just talking about that Birmingham banned. Oh my god, <laughs> gotta get that money, man. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> get these roads fixed, sir. Yeah, okay, you understand? I thought that's what the gas tax was for, though. Sherman. Yeah, what about the gas tax? Sure, we got potholes since I was in college, man. They still there. I need these roads fixed. <laughs> Driving that deuce in a quarter, man. I was, dri- <laughs> I was tearing that deuce in a quarter up, man. <laughs> tearing that joker oh. up. Hey, what happened? You know, not to make. Well, I don't know why I just thought about this, but switching ge- switching gears, and I thought about tearing up a car, but um, because I saw that this little girl was kidnapped, there was an Amber Alert. And, yeah. And the car, and the car, we should probably mention this too, so that we can kind of get that because I know we do have a large amount of listeners in Alabama. So yeah, here's the thing. So uh, after we got back home, we were asleep. Of course, the alarm goes off on every phone and device we've got in the the house. So I mean, even Liam's phone goes off, and we've already discussed that his phone doesn't have service. So um, yeah, it goes off. And most of the time, and I'm, I'm bad about this, it was like, that's eh, Amber Alert. And you kind of look at it and then fall back to sleep. So this morning I looked at it, I was like, oh, crap. So it's a little girl. Uh, her name, what's her name? Camille. Camille McKinney. Yeah, Camille McKinney. Uh, she's a three-year-old girl, got kidnapped. And this is the thing that kind of hit me is that one – it's in Avondale, which is not far from, from where we are, me and P. Uh, it's a three-year-old girl, so that's the same age as my son. And she was attending a birthday party. And like I said, we had our birthday party yesterday. So all the circumstances, this could have been Liam. Yeah. And so, you know, so, yeah, they they're sent the Amber Alert out. And it's a little they girl. They it so late, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, whatever. I know they're doing what they can, but I mean, she was kidnapped at like five or something. Mm-mm. Like they said she was kidnapped at eight thirty p.m. Okay, what? But the Amber Alert went out at like eleven thirty. Yeah, it was about eleven thirty. So I don't know what the process is to get one sent out, yeah. but 
Yeah, it, it was sent out at 11 because I felt like it was sent, you know, still if she was going to 830, I'd want somebody to send one at 831. I, I'm with you 100%. But yeah, so that went out and you really didn't see anything, any details and stuff about it until, you know, kind of like this morning. Although I was watching a DVR Saturday Night Live and, it, you know, they interrupted saturday night live to have that on there so i thought that was good that you know they kind of jumped on it but yeah i mean as we as we're recording this on a sunday evening she's still missing they've got more details about so it was a uh black male white female and apparently these people were not related to anybody like any of the family members or anything they're just strangers and they just rolled up and took the girl Right. And both parents were at the scene, so they know that the parents are not involved. Yeah. Well, at, at this point, they, you know. Um, so the suspect is going to be driving a 2001 to 2006 Toyota Sequoia with uh, beige trim. It looks like a it's a blue Sequoia with rear bumper damage. Yeah. Uh, I believe on the right rear bumper. The little girl also goes by the nickname Cupcake. Mm-hmm. Um, they have her listed as get her height and weight. Her weight was like three off. feet. They said she was three feet tall, and like sixty pounds. Yeah, she can't be. There's no way she's sixty. Pounds. Right? No, not no. not looking at the picture either. Like no, she's probably more like forty or something like that. Yeah, I'm assuming they just guessed. Like I yeah. don't know, she's you know sixty yeah, pounds. I, yeah, I don't know my kids. I mean, you know, I, I don't. My wife probably does, but I don't. So. Mm-hmm. Um, she had on a pink t-shirt with Minnie Mouse leopard print design, leopard print shorts and yellow, white, and blue hair bows. She, her shoes were found in the parking lot. Wow. So they uh, believe she's barefoot. Um, like you said, black male, white female. <coughs> sorry, black male, white female. Um, call 911 if you see, you know, see her. Uh, phone number for Birmingham Police Department 205-254-0841 but I would skip all that just call 911 yeah just call 911 hey Ray have you seen any like news um, like Fox 6 News or something like that any kind of interviews with the mom or anything I was searching for that before we got on but I couldn't find any with the mom with, no I think I seen one with the dad okay yeah, I saw one with the dad I didn't see too. that one okay yeah yeah, I did see one with it. I think the dad was not there, but they called him and he got there within minutes. Yeah. So the dad is speaking, um, and they have pictures up. If you actually go to al.com, um, this was up. To, this was actually updated today, about thirty-five minutes ago, with pictures of the suspect. Yeah, and they sent out another Amber Alert. You know, right before we started recording this, and that's what you know they had updated details. Yeah. I mean, what a it's just when I, I mean I don't even know where to go with that I mean it's so horrific how this could happen like that like I said it, it made me just ill and it's I feel bad because you know you get the amber alerts and you're like man that's messed up and you kind of go about your day uh, a lot of times it's like you know amber alert and it's happened three states away or something like that so you're kind of like eh, okay i mean they're probably going to still be in that area but you know yeah that that just maybe like now i need to take these things seriously because mm-hmm. that that could, could, could be, be it could me. be your kid yeah. or somebody you know right yeah 
I talk all the time about Sandy Hook and how those you know those kids were my were Naomi's grave, you know, and it takes something like that to really kind of wake you up sometimes. But normally, what ha- like these Amber Alerts, a lot of times, even when I get them, I'm like, all right, yeah, Dad didn't bring the kid back home after the weekend, you know, because I mean, and the reality is, you know, like 99 percent of abductions are done by a, a custodial. It's a custodial mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. You know, this appears to be that one percent that is not. So it's just, you know, just horrifying. So let me ask you guys a question because I had this conversation with a parent recently, and she still makes her daughter. Um, her daughter is fourteen or fifteen now, and her daughter still sits in the back seat every time they're in the car, and they have to walk together in the mall because she's just an extreme version of you know super protective right yeah helicopter parent yes so at what age do you would you let your kid let's say i'm in this store i'm in macy's you can walk down the forever 21 what age would you feel comfortable with that i don't know i think it probably depends on the kid Mm -hmm. personally i mean naomi's 13 i wouldn't let i wouldn't do it yeah i'm thinking teenager but yeah i still don't think i'd be comfortable with it yeah now bakari i mean it's a little bit different i think probably also boys and girls because i mean so much sex you know the big thing now is sex trafficking mm-hmm. you know what you worry about so um so bakari i'm trying to think how old bakari was um uh, I, you know I, I honestly i can't remember i mean he was definitely a teenager i remember one time he went to a friend's house in the um the parents let them they, and they were young let them go to like an arcade or something while they were somewhere else in the mall shopping and um we were livid like when we found out i mean they were probably like eight or nine but we were like dude you know uh and it was two i mean they were together but it's or maybe there's even three of them but well i mean we're, we are those helicopter parents so <laughs> wow you know but i mean he was definitely a teenager um but I, I honestly I can't remember how old. Think having a daughter, I was thinking about maybe <laughs> this sounds crazy, but like having Paisley with tip with pepper spray or like a taser as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that you need a weapons license to carry a taser. Well, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't do the taser, but the pepper spray is definitely. Yeah, the taser was extreme. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think it's actually a smart idea to have them let them have pepper spray. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's that's actually a really good idea. I should get Naomi some now. I'm, I'm being shy. I'm not even trying to be. Funny. Oh yeah, for real. Funny. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. Um, so yeah, so we definitely, you know, please, you know, everybody be on the lookout for that vehicle. I mean, they can't be far. You know, I mean, they they had a three hour start. I just, I just man, I just pray they find this little girl safely. Right. I, I do too. I mean, it's just I, I, parents' worst nightmare, man. So, um, I hope hope this comes to a conclusion pretty quickly. It's been 24 hours, and that's not good news. But you know, with all these tra- these traffic cams and stuff, man, I would think they would be able to find her. You would think, yeah. You know, I mean, people complain about Big Brother watching, but hey, when it comes to this, yeah, it's it's a catch twenty two. It is, yeah. I mean, I always say you listen in on my conversations. I don't have anything to hide. Shoot, I get on here and talk about my life <laughs> to the world once a week. So, you know, but anyway. Anyway, on that happy note, uh, so UAB won. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> was that why? Why you sound like that? Yeah, just 
shouldn't let them score at all. But they 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 won the game. Good good for them. Yeah, nobody remembers the score at the end of the day. It's if you won or not. Um, <clears throat> just ask Georgia. Nah, I remember for Alabama State. Twenty-four well, nineteen should have been close. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? The Bear has picked against UAB twice, and they've covered both of those. Oh, that's good. Then so he, he, didn't, he didn't pick against them this time, right? No, he did. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he, he did not. So was that game at home or on the road? That was on the road. We got a home game. It's homecoming this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going. Okay. Yeah, we're we'll going be out there. Well, I'll be out there. There was a bunch of homecomings up here this weekend. Um, Bowie State had theirs. They, we can agree, and I said something to my wife yesterday about it because we were actually going to a pumpkin. Fall. We were supposed to go to Morgan State's football game because one of my players, Devan Hebron, uh, is a redshirt sophomore starting outside linebacker for them. So I pretty much get free tickets whenever I want, which is awesome because he puts me on his guest list. He played for me from the time he was seven up until high school. I coached him every year in football. Um, and now he's on full scholarship at Morgan State. Um, really cool story. I, I got to say this real quick about him. He had a full ride to go, I forgot where, Radford University. Full ride to go, full academic scholarship to go to Radford. They do not have a football team. Um, he wanted to play college football. So he had to talk his parents into letting him pay his own way to go to Morgan State and try to make the team. He made the team. And they redshirted him, and then now, as a sophomore, uh, he got a full scholarship this summer and as a redshirt sophomore, full scholarship, and he has played safety, defensive end, and now starting outside linebacker. Oh, wow. That's a blessing. And he got a uh, he had a, a pick six yesterday in their homecoming game. That is a, that's a big, um, a big gamble he took. I'm glad it paid off. I told him I, – I should read you the text. I told him last week I said – you know, because I talk to him every week, and I told him last week, I said, you know, you gambled on yourself and you won, you know, um, and there's something to be said for that, man. And it's, you know, props to his parents. I mean, it was a tough decision for them to, like, look, you know, and his dad told him, like, I'll give you this shot because I don't want you to look back at me and hate me later, right? you know. But he bet on himself. And so the defensive coordinator from Morgan State actually, his dad called me this morning. It, uh, Bernardo, <laughs> Naomi, and I were out running errands, and phone rang. It was his dad. And his dad said, I just want to tell you. You know, he started going through. He said the uh, defensive coordinator came to me yesterday after the game and said he has a great chance of making it to the NFL. We think he's going to be in the league. Nice. Yeah. For a kid with no offers coming out of high school. So... Um, Really happy for that kid. Oh, and by the way, he was all MEAC, first team all MEAC, uh, all academic MEAC last year. So I think he has like a 3.8 or a 3.7. What's his major? So, um, That I don't know. I will find out, though. All you non-athletically gifted, gifted children out there, take the money. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm paying student Absolutely. loans right now, and I just want to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. I'm with you, man. It's bad. Yeah, so. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about oh, UAB. Homecoming. homecoming. We we're talking yes. about homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. B- 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 so Morgan State had their homecoming. I mean, it was crazy packed up there. So I told my wife, I said, you know, I, 
not really sure any uh, PWIs do homecoming quite like the HBCUs. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's so crazy. I posted something about this last week about how HBCU homecomings are like a family reunion more so than ours. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. It, it, Morgan it, State does a ball. They have a like a huge ball and everything. It's so cool. Uh, that that's one thing that I miss about going to an HBCU. I would have loved yeah. to have done that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we t- so you guys are going to the game, both of you, or what? Yeah, I'm going for sure. Um, I don't know if Ray's going to tailgate or not. If he does, I'll be over there to eat the food for sure. If uh-huh. if not, we got a parking space because um, Carly's grandmother lives like right up the street from UAB. Um, I'm sorry, right up the street from uh, Legion Field. So oh, we all right. yeah, we just park there and <laughs> walk up for free. So it works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. That's what's up, man? Perfectly. Yeah. What were you telling us about the um? The thirty the thirty six to zero game. Oh yeah. So this Pee Wee kit and Tori Smith actually put this on Twitter. A Pee Wee <laughs> a Pee Wee coach got fine got suspended two games and fined five hundred dollars because their team won thirty six to nothing. And you're not supposed to win by more than thirty one to nothing. Well let me ask you this. I, I didn't I didn't see any details on this, but did the coach warn him not to score anymore, <laughs> anymore during well, the game? I don't know, but my 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 question is, why don't you just stop them from scoring? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true too. Yeah, you know, and what are we teaching kids? Like, you know, it's okay to lose, but don't or it no, it's okay to win, but don't win by too much. I mean, but don't they have some kind of skunk rule or something? Yeah, why wouldn't they just stop the game? Yeah, I don't get it. But and how do you find a volunteer coach five hundred dollars? Right, that's the stupidest part of it. I, I, I'm, I, I mean, I, it, it's the sissification of America. And I, you know, we're we're going, we're all worse off for it. By the way, I mean, I get it. You don't, if you don't want team scoring that high, then just stop the game. Right. Once it gets to thirty nothing, that's game. You know. I mean, what do you do in this case? <laughs> you definitely don't suspend the coach. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's one thing to suspend him, but to fine him $500? Yeah. That's a stupid rule. It is, and I don't know where to go from that. I mean, I, I really don't know what you do at that point. So when you get to 30, basically, instead of them stopping the game, you just you just have to have the, the, the awareness to just knee the ball from that point on? Well, I mean, I would think looking at it, though, they could have been at 29 and then scored a touchdown, and that put them at 36. So, I mean, but, yeah, they – Or it was 30. Maybe around. it was 30. But even at that point, because even because you still let them kick the extra point or whatever to get to 36. Well, I was figuring that – what age was this? Because I was figuring they weren't even at age that they were kicking extra points. Mm, I don't know, but you might be surprised. Huh. We when I was co- yeah when I was coaching we were kicking extra points when kids were in like fifth grade. Well, I mean, looking at college kickers, I figured they just started learning how to kick in college. <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it wasn't, and he's the number one place kicker in the country coming out trash. coming in this year. Trash, right? Atlanta That's Atlanta Falcons thing. kicker trash. He just ruined the game about an hour or two ago. <laughs> trash. Yeah, Georgia's kicker trash. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry talking about these kids, but yeah, they're, they're trash. Yeah, they're <laughs> Bakari used to kick. 
That was hey, like, you might like, need to get them started back up. He can. I, I talk, man. I'll tell you this. It was so funny. I think he was eight, eight or nine, and all he wanted to do was be the kicker, right? So he won the job, and we go, <laughs> we go on this scrimmage way up north of Baltimore, and at that age, you know, nobody's sitting back. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's kicking that far. Man, Bakari kicked that thing so far. I mean, it was over. They all were looking up like. You know, and we knew he could kick. The team knew he could kick. Man, I think we we got down there, we covered it, and probably like we got. I mean, he kicked the thing to at least the twenty, which was a huge kick. You know, for a kid that young. So, so did I tell y'all about my plan? Uh, so, since Liam plays soccer, I figured I can keep him in soccer, get him to become Alabama's play uh, Alabama's place kicker, let him go through. All four years, last Iron Bowl, shanks like five <laughs> five kicks, and at the end of the game, rips off his jersey and have an Auburn jersey under yes. there, and goes and celebrates with the Auburn team. Yes, I love it. So, so basically, you're making him a professional wrestler. Yes. Like, yes. oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's on an Auburn team. <laughs> was, I actually love that. That'd be horrible. Yeah, horrible for you, but man. I, great for me. He'll be an adult then, man. I kick Liam ass if he do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, though, uh, one, you'll be old as all get out, and two, I won't be that he, old. You'll be old as all get out. He'll be, a, right. he'll be an athletic kicker, so yeah. he would be able to kick the shit out of man. you. <laughs> I'll be four. Oh, what am I? Uh, carry the two. Uh, okay, I'll be a little old, but I won't, I won't be able to fight back. I'll be able to fight back, though. Shit. Yeah, we'll see. Right, whoop Liam um, ass. He'll probably, no, try, I'll probably you, trying to I'll hug tell me. You, <laughs> I'll tell you who, who does need need a thorough whooping is this guy. Uh, let me find his what, name. What, yeah, what was his name? Um, uh, I've got it right here. Wait a minute. Uh Scream Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Scream Man. Um, well, I'm going to find it. Anyway, this guy sent a, a kid, speaking of kids, sent a kid. Uh, I'm going to find it. It's like Dave Peterson or something, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah, Dave Peterson. So Dave Peterson took the time out to, to type a letter to... Um, to a Penn State football player, and this was uh, Jonathan Sutherland. Yeah, Jonathan Sutherland, who's a safety, I believe, who has very long dreadlocks. Um, and I'll read the letter. So it says, "Dear Jonathan, my wife and I are proud older in quotes graduates of Penn State. We follow all Penn State sports: football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball." He didn't say in basketball. There's a typo there. Grammar. We love it all. Mm. I played all sports in my younger days. Still played full-court basketball into my 50s. Loved the competition, but never had the size or the talent to reach your level. Though the desire was there, wasn't it, for all of us? You know, if I was, you know, 6'10", could be a basketball player, but I'm not. True. Uh, though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, again, he puts a semicolon. I don't know why he's... You know, if this is the type of education you're getting from Penn State, this is an issue, too. Uh, we missed the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your, well, awful hair. 
surely there must be mirrors in the locker room. Don't you have parents or, or girlfriend who've told you those shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive? Period. Not question mark. We congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all Penn Staters, both current and those alumni from years past. We would welcome the reappearance of dress codes for athletes. You will certainly be playing on Sunday, not Sundays, in the future, but we have stopped watching the NFL due to the disgusting, comma, tattoos, comma, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as though they've been there before. For the glory, Dave Peterson. MAGA. Yep. All day. He has to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like that guy in church that, that said, said the kid was the wangs. He wangs in his ear, blades in his hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Penn State, um, and I, Penn State tweeted after this came out. While we don't know the source of this letter or the authenticity, obviously its content does not align with our values. We strongly condemn this message or any message of intolerance. Now. Here's one thing that I found very interesting since we're talking about hair, and I, you know, we could, and I want to talk about this with you guys too. But um, let's see. I'm going to tell you about uh, Mr. Sutherland. First of all, he forgave, which kind of, I, you know, whatever. I, I'm tired of you know people who are wronged always having to be the ones to forgive, you know, mm-hmm. to like come out. But like, no, just like whatever um oh shoot i'm sorry it i wanted to go over his stats because one he's in the honors program at penn state so despite his you know awful hair i was curious if they knew that um so while you're looking up that uh do you have do you have the letter that this man sent to whoever when they found out about sandusky that I, I thought about that too, but let me. So James Franklin, the head coach of Penn State, said Jonathan Sutherland is one of the most respected players in our program. He's the ultimate example of what our program is all about. He's a captain. He's a dean's list honor student. He's confident. He's articulate. He's intelligent. He's thoughtful, and he's care. He's caring, and he's committed. Um, he is a junior safety on the team and a labor and employment relations major at Penn State, according to its roster. So there you go, and yeah, let, let's find out where uh, Mr. Peterson stood on the whole, you know, Sandusky thing, and you know, his beloved uh, Penn State. And, and I'm torn because I love Penn State football, and actually, um, I hope to have one, one of the kids that played for me, one of the, another great kid, um, Zachy Wheatley, has an offer from Penn State, and I personally think he may end up at Penn State and I'm hoping to actually have his dad on the podcast soon. His dad was a single dad and uh want to have him on and talk about that. Did you see the warm up shirts they wore yesterday? I did. Yeah. Did you see the staff rip them off of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they say it's because <laughs> of NCAA violations. So, but yeah. what violations would that be? Cuz this is pre-game. I mean, out of probably out of uniform. Yeah, yeah, out of uniform. But it's pre-game. It it, know, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they had the wrong socks on. They'll do the same thing, though, so I can't front on that. I mean, I can see, like, during the game, yeah, but pregame, I thought you could wear whatever you want to, like, within decency. And personally, I don't know what the NCAA, what could they do? They couldn't make them forfeit. Probably a so, fine or something. Yeah, so I would I would actually take that L, you know, if I was a coaching staff. Like, okay, go ahead and find us. 
you know, but let the kids set the example, set the uh, tone for the game, and and that's that's really the only way they can let their voices be heard, because NCAA has such a you know stranglehold on around them already. Well, they still got it off though, because there's several pitchers with them, you know, on. Mm-hmm. So, uh huh. Yeah. So they made props to Yeah, them. they made their point. So I'll say I mean, that. go ahead, right? Oh, I was going to say, you know, as a former, you know, lock American, uh, it's you see stuff like this where they have to pass laws that keep people from uh, discriminating against you because of natural hair and stuff. And you're like, man, this is 2019. Yeah. And did you see the Procter and Gamble commercial? Uh, I just saw the Procter and Gamble commercial. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's literally that. Right. I mean, that is what it is, where it's, oh, this guy, now, I mean, you know, in, in that commercial, the guy was just, you know, a black father, had a hood on, and people, you know, stopped, he had a suit on, people didn't hold the elevator, he was sitting there eating breakfast, people didn't want to sit near him, and he ends up being the judge. Well, here's, you skipped the part that really got me, so he's in the pool teaching his kid how to swim, and you know how I am about black people swimming. Yes, yes. <laughs> And he's in the pool teaching his kid to swim, and people are looking at him like, oh, my God. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you all had that that situation before where a person may have treated you differently until they found out who you were. Like, I've had that situation before where, you know, salespeople have come to, to kind of have presentations and stuff, and they paid you no attention. And then they go, oh, well, you know, this is the VP of such and such. And they look at me like, oh, him? Oh. And then they want to kind of, you know, kiss your butt and take you to lunch and do all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, let me let me show you this. But ignored yeah. you the whole time because they assumed this other person over here was in charge of whatever they were selling. So, I, I yep, 100%. And I'll t- <laughs> this just this just happened to me not even a month ago, about three weeks ago. I was uh, volunteering at a soup kitchen in Baltimore, and there's another uh, the the other black guy who's in senior management in my department. We were both volunteering the same day, and so we're standing there talking just before the the doors open. And this this older gentleman uh, walks up to us, and we're kind of standing. I mean, we're just you know chilling. And he said, uh, so are you guys here because you got in trouble or are you here doing like community service hours? Oh, wow. And we both looked at each other and looked at him and we're like, no, I'm actually an associate administrator and he's a senior director at, at Johns Hopkins Hospital. Oh, that's cool, man. You know, what do you guys yeah. do? And like, you know, save me with the BS. You know, I was out. I was like, all right, peace. I'm, I'm good. And, you know, the other guy did, he was like, yeah, you know, he's kind of funny, whatever. He, the guy was, like, really trying to, like, kiss up to him the rest of the day. But I'm like, so that's your first response when you see us? Is that we're in trouble? Like, we're, you know, ordered to be there to help in a soup kitchen? You know? It, it happens all the time, man. It's 2019. I got some, some cool-ass, you know, white friends, and I try to show them this. And, it, and it's really hard. I can't really blame them against certain stuff because they didn't grow up the same way I did but I do appreciate them acknowledging that they notice it when I show it to them like hey watch this do you notice this you know what I mean and that yeah. and now I've told them so many times that they're coded to now see it before, you know at the same time that I see it like man why was she following you in the store you know that kind of stuff like right. you know that, that's that's interesting well props to them for actually having the, the, the open mindset to 
to recognize it. Yeah, they're definitely not those, you know, racism that still exists type people. So yeah. I appreciate them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway. Anything else on that? Oh, the only thing I was going to say about that, you know, it's funny because I'm cognizant of that with Bakari. And I'm like. Because he has lots. You know, he doesn't have locks, but he has twists, and you know I'm like, dude. But first of all, like the whole like, let me have my hair as dirty looking as I can have it on top. Mm-hmm. Crap, I'm I'm so glad that that hairstyle was almost done, because I just couldn't stand the look of it. I'm like, we you know out here looking like buckwheat, but I, I call it the Jimmy like, Butler. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. what I the Jimmy Butler. Yeah, right. But I'm like. Like, why do we try to look dirty? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, y'all out here trying to look homeless. You know what I mean? Um, and, I, I mean, it's cool. You want to have locks. You want to do this. You want to do that. Like, I've never told Bakari what kind of hairstyle he could have. What I did tell him is the bottom, kind of what Ray was just saying, that you we still have to have laws that say you can't discriminate against somebody because of what their <clears throat> hair looks like. Be cognizant of that. So there will be a job you want, and they'll look at you and say, well, you know, they'll, they'll pass on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I'd like to revisit this in another podcast. Okay. Yeah, we, we need to expound upon this, for real. Okay, let's do it next week. Okay. Same place, same time. <laughs> Did y'all see Gemini Man, either of you? Yeah. Well, I have not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many middle fingers? Um. Well, let let's... Let's give a synopsis first, and then we'll give reviews later. <laughs> Will Smith fights Will Smith. The end. Yeah. No. Actually, <laughs> let's do it this way. Uh, what's it? What was his latest movie? Like, Aladdin. B- besides Aladdin. Oh, where he, he was did like the Will one Smith. on Netflix. The alien. The Netflix. The thing. yeah. Um, bright. Okay. Bright. Let's say. Let's say this: bright. the guy from. The guy from uh, Bad Boys Three fights the Fresh Prince is basically what it is, huh? Just okay. based on, I mean, the effects. The effects, for the most part, are good. Like the face effects, like you see a close up of the young Will Smith, and it's like, yes, that is like, you know, why don't he want me, Fresh Prince yes. Will Smith? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because there's a scene in there where he's crying. Uh, a scene. <laughs> well, okay. Most of the scenes when he's not shooting and <laughs> he's fighting, crying. he's crying. And it, I swear they just took that scene where he's like, why don't you want me? And just feel, just sniffed that and put it in there. It's like, there you go. But it, that part looks good. Now, other parts where it's like the two of them together or whatever, I feel like they didn't have the budget to do those special effects because those effects were Bad. Oh, you mean when they're uh, fighting? Yeah, when they're fighting, like, like the motorcycle scene. Okay. Like when they were, you know, when they were catching up with each other, whatever. Or a lot of the fight scenes it just seemed like the the end of Black Panther when it just looked like PlayStation Two graphics. To me, the motorcycle scene wasn't that bad. The hand to hand fighting was bad because. It, it was it, it was totally Black Panther when they started doing that because yeah. it was like the body and the head weren't connected, and yeah. and Sherman, I'm gonna tell you this going into it. If you do go see the movie, you already saw the best parts on the trailer. Oh yes. no! Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. The entire best part of the movie is in the trailer. The entire thing. I don't understand. All right, so go ahead with your with your rating then. 
I gave it. Look, this movie made me go back and look at my like re redo the numbers for middle fingers as far as like what number grade corresponded to how many middle fingers. I was yeah. like, no, this can't be right. Let me look at the numbers again, and I had to adjust just to make sure that this got a middle finger. Six wait. <laughs> Basically, he. His previous system would have given it no middle fingers. He had to yes. readjust the system, so now it gives it one middle it finger. Gives it one middle finger. But I thought no middle fingers was good. Exactly, and I had to make it so that it got one middle finger. Like it wasn't a two middle finger movie, but it definitely was not a one like a no middle finger movie. Okay, it's not it's not a boring movie. It's just eh, it was a movie. Let, it was predictable, yes. and like he said, all the good stuff was in the trailer. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, right, so. It didn't have nearly enough action in it, by the way. For, for what the concept was, you thought you were going to see, and that was the. Well, dis- that's what I thought in the trailer. I thought it was going to be. But you like, saw all of it like in the. Tra- you saw all of it in the trailer. That's the bad part. Okay. And well, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but man. So, so, so one middle. So I should wait for it to come. I out. gave it a six point nine. So, okay. Whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's. That I couldn't give it a seven out of ten. I mean, it's like. Right. Yeah. And it's, see, that's why a six point nine works right now. Yeah. Because it's, it's okay. It's not a, like a seven would make it be like okay. Yeah, I should go see yes. it. But a six point nine is like, you know, you shouldn't see it, but it's not as bad as a six. How much is a matinee there? I don't know. Like, twelve bucks. Mm. Is that cheaper or? <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not hurting for twelve bucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go see it then. Yeah, I think we're supposed. To, so we're doing a, a like a team bonding day before the season gets started in November. I think we're going in a couple weeks. So we're actually talking about taking all the players to see that. So cool. And, and so here's the thing too. So they shot this in 4K. I heard about uh, that. 120 yes. frames per second, but. As far as I know, there are no theaters in in America that have that capability to show it as it was filmed. So, Ray, if I had ordered, what about the one in um at, at the uh, uh um shoot, what's that mall over there in Georgia? No, you know which one I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Phipps. No, not Phipps. The one that's like north of Atlanta. Uh, in Marietta. It's where my friends live. Marietta Mall. No, where do they it- live? Let, let me let me ask this question: Is it's it in America? Okay. Is it in America? You literally meant nowhere in America. Yeah. <laughs> so Ray, oh, okay. what do you think they would have done if I had bought my ticket? Refunded me or? They would have had to. Okay. Because I think that's why. So uh, AMC here that we had problems with the app and it said all shows were sold out and everything uh, because they listed it as being able to show it in this 120, uh, 120 frames per second 4K thing. And so we were going to get tickets. Then we come back and that was gone. And then it was, you know, all available. So, yeah, they didn't have the capability to do it, but they were about they were charging people or going to charge people like they had the capability to do it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh go see it if you if you want. Well, yeah, you're going to go, <laughs> go see, see it. it if you want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I well, I'll see. It's it. worth taking it. Believe me, the kids are going to love it. 
I, I equated it to a tech demo of a new system, like a new game system, where you know they show you like, hey, look what we can do, and you're like, man, that's great. I'm gonna buy this system, and then the games you get aren't like that yet. Uh, this is what I, I think in the future movies will be able to use this technology and be great, just like the Marvel movies where you have a young Samuel L. Jackson for a whole movie. Uh, I think this is just to show, yep, we had a technology to do this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Uh, El Camino. Did you see it right? Press yes. You did I, not I see haven't it seen yet, it. Yet. Uh, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I stayed up late Friday night to make sure I saw it. All right. I, so before we get to that, I actually forgot. <laughs> I had the chance because I, I'm I'm having some house issues. My washing machine broke, and I was like racing home. Cause it's a long story. But anyway, that said, I forgot it was it, that it came out Friday, so I forgot to watch it. And then late Friday night, I was like, "Oh shoot, El Camino came out." So Bernanda and I did watch it last night. All right, so go go for it. I will say this was like a long episode of Breaking Bad, which is a great thing. I mean, it really felt like just a continuation right off the bat and it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was two episodes uh, with no commercial break. Yeah. So, and, and that's what I said. That's really funny you said that because I said the exact same thing to Bernanda. So, I thought that the first hour was the the first hour kind of it, it, it uh, I'm trying to say this without giving anything away to Pete but the first hour was like one segment and then the second hour kind of turned the corner mm-hmm. um, I thought it was great I loved it I love seeing Walter White again what was it was I, he uh, he was only in flashbacks or was he in yeah yeah okay yeah. well I uh no no, he was not just. It was flashbacks. Was it? Oh, he's talking about right? Walter White. Yeah, but that, but it. No, he's saying was it just flash? But it. No, he's saying it was Walter White and flash. Were you saying it was Walter White and flashback yes. or the whole movie? It was flashback? Walter White? Yeah, and just flashback. Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah. But, but it was current day, uh, Brian Cranston, in the movie. So it wasn't actual footage. So let's saying. just say that yes, it was a flashback of uh, Walter White. Yes. Uh, but but, but, but new, new footage, footage, right? Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. That's yes. yes. That's that's what I was trying to say. But uh, the the movie itself was catching you up with what's going on with Jesse after he got out of after Walter at the White end State. of uh, at, at during the season finale. Right of season what was that five? Was it five? I think it was six. Okay. I think they had six seasons. Now, here's one thing that... So, one thing I did was I went back and watched the last episode. I didn't go through the whole season. But I just wanted to kind of refresh my memory because it's been a few years. So, I watched like the last 20 minutes of uh, of the of the series finale. But, to the movie's credit, you have the chance to skip it. But they do a recap of the entire show. In about, what, Ray? Three, four minutes? Oh, no, I skipped that part. Oh, you skipped it? Okay. Yeah. So I watched it, and and it was great. I thought that the recap was so well done because it kind of showed you all of the main characters who were going to be involved in El Camino and where they lied within the story of itself. So very, very, very well done. 
And so, Sherm, you're right. There were five seasons. They okay. they had split the last one up into two parts. Right. right yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like they're doing power. Yeah. Whatever. You know, let's not even t- power. Yeah. Not even <laughs> yeah that, don't even do that. So here's um, the thing, too. So you know, the name of the the movie is El Camino, which you know Jesse escaped in the El Camino uh, at the end of the show, but. As you know, Breaking Bad does. There's a double meaning to it because El Camino is actually Spanish for the path, and oh. so yeah, so you know that shows like the path Jesse took after he left. You know, and it's kind of show goes from there. But uh, also, the sad thing is, and while I was watching the movie, I was kind of checking Facebook, and one of the actors yeah. in this movie died that day he died friday yeah 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 unbelievable um he was in there and you know where i remember him from too was jackie brown see i've not seen jackie brown i have oh ray yeah that was yeah that was the bill bondsman right yep yep yeah uh it's on netflix i think right now ray i think it is okay um what was his name um, uh, anyway, while we look, Robert Forster, that, that's who it was. Yes. Yeah. Robert Forster. So he, you know, he, he had a, he had a decent role in El Camino. Um, I, I think you'll really like it, Preston, cause you like, uh, you liked Breaking Bad. Now, one thing, and I'm curious what Ray thinks about this. I think there's some different ways they could go from here too. Like this doesn't have to be over. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil too much, uh, but I could see, I could see sort of a tie-in with uh, maybe the series finale of Better Call Saul. Okay, I've not seen that. Don't spoil that. No, no. I mean, it's not Better Call Saul isn't over. I'm just saying, okay. um, you know, just as it's going because Better Call Saul is mostly flashbacks to before Saul was tied into uh, any of the Breaking Bad stuff but they have flash forwards too and so you know the flash forwards part is where I'm like oh oh okay see I just started Better Call because I gave up after like four or five episodes Mm -hmm. and then I decided to try again so I think I'm about five or six episodes in okay yeah Better Call Saul it's good but it's a different kind of good right because you know where it's ending yeah yeah. Um, so, they're, they're, go ahead. No, go ahead. Are you still on that? Uh, not on Saul. Uh, I was going to bring up El Camino. Oh, go ahead. Go Camino. ahead. I think that the first uh, probably 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. I can't I can't really remember how, how long, but like the first, let's just say 20 to 30 minutes was so good. Yeah. Um, and there's an aspect in there that I think had like a goodwill hunting kind of feel to it. Um, and what I mean by that is the friendship, <clears throat> you know, amongst just guys, mm-hmm. you know, and where like, no matter kind of where you are in life, like there's a, there's a bond that guys have, and I'm sure women have it too, but as a guy, it's very refreshing to see kind of this, like uh, a gentle side in a in a real caring side to guys, right? Like that, I want what's best for you because I care about you, you know. And 
and there, there's that aspect. It, it reminded me a lot of Goodwill Hunting, um, and and actually the end kind of reminded me of that too. Like it, so there's and it's it's it was almost a little. It actually made me sad to be honest, because <laughs> uh, I felt like a little choked up. Uh, again, I'm not gonna give anything away, but you just feel a little choked up. Well, I did, um, but I think it's because you, you know, Breaking Bad pulls you in so much, and you're just like fully committed. And I and I, I think Ray's dead dead on with. It just felt like another episode of Breaking Bad, and yeah. I would love for them to keep going because they're saying it's a Breaking Bad movie, and so I, I think that they're and I. And maybe I'm being too—I don't know. Maybe I'm being too optimistic, and I'm hoping too much for it. But that they could really kind of take this and keep going. Yeah, we'll and see. I'll also say just to piggyback off you, Skinny Pete and, and uh, Badger are like those dudes, man. They, yeah. they were like—they're like down for you. Like, look, man. Uh, yeah, you look like you've been through some stuff. We got you. Yeah, and that's that's what it was. I, I wasn't trying to give that part away, but that's what it was. Where it was, and that's where I think they could really go with it too, because they didn't. You, well, you'll see, you'll see, Preston. Yeah. Um, that 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 I think there's a storyline there that could still you know keep this ball rolling, because we all want it. Might as well give it to us. Get it. <laughs> you know, you know what you got, and and the beautiful thing about Netflix is, you can put it right there, you know. Uh, speaking of Netflix, that's what I was going to ask you if you all had watched Rhythm and Flow. Not yet, but I can't wait. No. Okay, so Charm, you're going to love it because for one, we like T.I. But but yep. for two, how they talk to these contestants is hilarious, dude. Really? Yes. Because it's him and Chance the Rapper. And Cardi B, who's just... And, oh, and Cardi B. Yeah, she's <laughs> just there. And I'm interested in the dynamic if Joe hadn't turned the show down, how it would have been, but... Oh, he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be Ti's place. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but he turned it down like like last year or something like that. But hmm. but so why did he turn it down? He never said, and he said a couple other things too that he's turned down. That uh, it'll just be in the middle of the podcast, and you'll miss it if you didn't hear it. But okay. yeah, he said several stuff that he turned down. But who knows? Might have been time constraints. I mean, he's only had got like five shows right now. So well, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this, where do you? Oh, Where do what? No, go ahead. I'll ask you. After. Um, no, it just it's really interesting how they talk to the the contestants. It's so I mean, of course, it's it's full on cursing because it's Netflix. There's no bleeping out anything, and they talk to them like you know that shit was horrible. You know, like they they just <laughs> they just straight up say whatever. And there's some whack people on there. It's not as bad as like American Idol. I mean, is it American Idol? Yeah, American yeah, Idol. Where they, you can tell they just let some people, yes. their bad come through. So, so even yeah. the bad people, you can see they have talent. They just didn't pick mm-hmm. a good song. Or the only thing I wish they had explained was how did they end up picking those beats? Because all the beats sound similar. It sounds like the same pro- same producer produced a hundred beats and they just gave the contestants, hey, you all pick out one and make a song. That's what it feels like. Uh, so they hadn't got. Might have. They're in the, the the general, you know, choosing people in each city section now but then they're supposed to do a studio song and they're supposed to grade them on performance and all this other kind of stuff so it's just funny seeing people you know first live performance trying to hype people up in the crowd because rapping is very different from singing well, singing uh-huh. if you sound good they rock with you but rapping yeah. you can rap your head off and they're like ah, you suck you know so <laughs> yeah. that, that's the funny part of the show yeah um yeah, the voice sucks this season. By the way, it's really low on talent. Uh, yeah, I've never watched it. I haven't watched it in years, sir. Like, I, I, oh, yeah, really? I've been out on it. 
since since yeah, CeeLo I, left. I when CeeLo left, that's when I stopped watching it. Yeah, I stopped watching it, but I like uh, I like having John Legend there, so I started again last last year. But uh, but then I quit, you know, like halfway through because I think it's all fixed anyway. Mm. But I I like the beginning rounds because I like just hearing talent. But anyway, um, no, what I was going to ask was where do you all sit on Cardi B? As far as and just in general, she, it, I, I, she's she's so polar it, polarizing. It's like people either love her or hate. Is her. she talented? Yes. Is she being used? Yes. Is she? Me and my wife, when we watch her on like Love and Hip Hop, and even on Instagram before she got on Love and Hip Hop, we always yeah. thought she was maybe a little bit mentally challenged. I, I thought so too. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I was just thinking it was her accent. No, uh, uh, no, no, little touch. No, yeah, she's a little, she's a little touch. I mean, that's that's no knock to her or anything. But we always thought she was a little slow, and you know, people were going to use that to their advantage because she has an interesting personality. But Sherm, mm-hmm. Ray, if you if you all watch this show. Uh-huh. Within the first five minutes, you're gonna go ooh, because it's her chance and Ti riding in a car. She's in the back seat, and her comments, even Ti is looking like what? Um, yeah, so <laughs> so it's amazing, and they're pretty intellectual too. Ti and Chase. yes, and, and uh, to yeah. be honest, man, sometimes I, and I shouldn't say this, but sometimes I wonder about God. I'm like, man, why did you give this person all this success? Not that I'm hating on it, but it's like, dang, this is the most <laughs> random thing because. You know, for a fact, she even says on the show, it's no, you know, secret that she doesn't write her raps. Like she mm-hmm. told this guy on the show, she was like, "Ooh, you can write some write some songs for me." Like she tells one right. of the contestants that during his initial performance, <laughs> he can write some songs yeah. for me. Uh, you weren't that good right. on the stage, but you had some lyrics. You know, yeah. she says well, I, she says stuff like I, that, and it's like, whoa. And I think that's kind of where I respect her because it's not nobody gate. I mean, she hustled, man, to get where she is. Yes. You know, and that's the one thing I actually really admire about her because she could have just still been sitting in the strip club, yes, and hoping to make it to Starlets. But she, I mean, she, she never would have made it to Starlets. But go ahead. That's why I said <laughs> hoping. That's why I said hoping <laughs> to make it to Starlets. Yeah. But she, that's not where she wanted for. I mean, she hustled to get to where she is. There are so many reviews know, and, after people rap that she goes, "I didn't understand nothing you were talking about," because they're using too many punchlines and metaphors that just go over her head. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ti say, "Oh, he was snapping," and she's like, "I have no idea what he was talking about." Right. A yeah. girl came out there twerking. She was like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Speaking her language. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I was just curious. I, I am gonna watch it. Though. I'm really looking forward to watching it. Well, got so much. Last but not least, Baller season finale. I mean, series finale is tonight. So I'm yeah heartbroken, I, man. Heartbroken. I love. I hate. Baller. I hated his last two seasons. Yeah, the last couple of seasons, it's been backing up on my DVR. And the only reason I'm caught up is because of the break. And then I'm like, yeah, I usually watch it on Mondays. Yeah, I, I normally watch it on Sunday they're, nights. But they're it, phoning it in this last two seasons. Yeah. Did they change writing or something? Because it has not been as good for sure. I don't know, man. Because, you know, at first it was the writers from Entourage, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like Entourage anymore. Before it felt like. You know, him and all his, you know, current football buddies trying to take right. over the world. He's trying to help them financially, blah, blah, blah. But then when they split right. him and Joe up, it's like, oh, man. Can, I mean, it, yeah, they, every series where they split the two people up to kind of create some kind of artificial friction between them, it messes up the dynamic of the show after that. And, I mean, they kind of address it in, I think, last, last, last week's, week's episode. Yes. Yeah. 
where they're like it's supposed to be me and you and we were friends and this stuff and i was like yeah that was that's when it was good yes yeah because they were both underdogs yes and I still don't understand how he owns a team. I still don't get that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't understand Yeah, that, that. was crazy. That was crazy. I don't get it. Yeah. Me and Carly are trying to figure out, did we miss an episode last season? How did this happen? Like, Well, I guess basically he doesn't really own the team. He's got some money in it, and those two brothers are really the ones that put the most money in it. But he should in. have any money, right? Like, he, sh- he was broke, broke. I know, because he was borrowing money from football right. players. Right, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do you? Or how you? But you know, they did the some kind of they did some kind of time skip between last season and this one, or either the season he, before how did he get and the Chiefs? last season. How did he get the Chiefs? Because it was all about L.A. and the Raiders <clears> going to Vegas. Something must have happened. That's where that. That's where that time. Yeah. shift. they did a time jump, and then it's all of a sudden he's got money, and the Chiefs are for sale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That threw us off, but whatever. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, rest in peace. This yeah. is where Mahomes is like in a contract year, and I think he's got a couple more years on his because he's like in his second year. I still don't get how they use these real people names in NFL teams, but they're not. Oh, I can't. They're not like at the end of the show. You'll see a, a disclaimer about. <laughs> I was cur- yeah, I was curious about that. You know, because you remember the first the first season, I don't know if you remember them saying this, Ray, on Levitard's show. The first season, Levitard was on it because they were in Miami. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be on the show after the first season because ESPN made him pull off. Yeah, but you know, ESPN also, you know, had ballers and the NFL was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> was it ballers? Yeah, they, what yeah. was the, uh, I think it was. It, Not ballers. Was it? it was uh, pl- the play. Uh, shoot. Man, that was the oh. best show ever. Yeah, it was player. It was With Omar uh, Gooden in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't remember what it was called now, but Playmakers. Yeah, Playmakers. that's it. That's I it. I love yeah, that show. Yeah. yeah, that was a good show, hundred percent. Yeah, the NFL is like, no, you can't do that. And they're like, okay, wait, this this is stealing our likeness. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, we're, we we've been going a long time. Any now, before before we close up, I want to say because uh, y'all are talking about some TV that I didn't care about. Uh, there was an update that they have a person of interest that they've got in the in the Amber Alert case, so they're bringing him in for questioning. So maybe they've got a lead on something. Oh, good, good. Wow, how quickly that. Yeah, and apparently this was posted like probably thirty minutes ago. Uh, so yeah, it just turned quickly. Yeah, I just saw this too. Yeah, it says one. Yeah, okay. Well, let's hope this is uh, the news we've been waiting for. Um, any new music? Yeah, Lil Kim album sucks. Um, oh boy, why'd you why listen you to it? Yeah, why listen to it? Yeah, just to come on here and say it sucks. Because it's uh, curiosity. I wanted to hear the Lil Kim album. I wanted to see what she was talking about, which was nothing. And then uh, <laughs> Wale's album is too sappy for me. It's a bunch of love music, uh, and that's it. Now it's funny because I still got Facebook up, and as I was scrolling to a little Kim video came up. They're listening. Well, that's because Facebook listens. Everything Big brother. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about that, right? <laughs> I'm just saying that there's more. There's more because why would a random little Kim video come up? <laughs> <laughs> Besides a random listen to Lil Kim, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, here's Lil Kim." Uh, Fantasia has a good album. Um, I like for Fantasia. those R and B fans out there, a rapper named Danny Brown. He has an interesting album that came out last week. 
Um, I forgot mm-hmm. to mention it, but it's it's pretty wacky. Okay. Oh, before we go, and then we'll we'll wrap up. I, the Mike Tyson Joe Budden interview was really good. yeah, it was. No, I'm have to take take uh, listen. I hadn't even listened to the regular Joe Budden podcast this week. Well, it's Saturday yet. Yeah, I, fin- I actually finished Saturday, but the uh, the interviews were. It's about an hour and a half, and it was it was really good. I, I really enjoyed listening to uh, well, you know, the the third best rapper ever, <laughs> and arguably the you know one of the best fighters ever. Um, kind of talk about their successes and you know different stuff and you know just on life. What's the name of the podcast? Hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Okay, that's what they're like talking and smoking weed. Yeah, that's what they do. Okay, and it's a guy. The guy he's on there with played in the uh, NFL. I hate his voice. Like, <laughs> he reminds me of like Bill and Ted's Excellent. Adventure. I was going to say Lurch from Adam's Family. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> All right, well, we're turning into the Joe Budden podcast because we're going on almost an hour and a half. Hour and so minutes. We, you know, yeah, we're uh, we're halfway there to being them. So yeah, we're um, making none of the money. Yeah, like like when we say none, zero <laughs> zero percent of what they make. So all right, you guys have a good week. Happy birthday again to Liam. So he thinks he's four now. So just on Tuesday, will he think he's five or? I'm hoping he's smarter than that. <laughs> like, if not, then we'll we'll have some more uh, we'll have some more training to do. But yeah, I, I think he just knows we're in the general vicinity of his birthday. Okay, got it. It's still October, so he'll still think he's four. Yeah, as long as he doesn't think he's five in November, then we're good. Yeah, but then we'll have to go probably a you know twelve more months of is it my birthday. Is it my work? Because we've been going through that for at least six months. Yeah, yeah. No, kids do that, but then they kind of forget. Yeah. All right, good luck. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good week. All right, you too, Peace. man. All right, man. Peace. Bye.